Yo, yo, yo. Welcome back to another episode of Island Spot Sports. And before we get to our guest today, we have a big shout out for Living Sisu. Living Sisu is a platform and app that wants to give you all the tools to have success in your sport. Their main objective is to activate your lifestyle. So for active, it's for active people. Enjoy discounts at, at companies like BioSteel, 30% off, BodyLogics, the Goalie Guild, all his books are discounted. Roan, Lululemon for men, 20% off. Online stretching programs with Eccentrics, one full month free. They got super silent massage guns, 20% off those. And it's a great quality. It's way less expensive than a Theragun. And it's a great, it's great quality. So there's so many more discounts that you guys will need to just become a member to see. So they want to provide you with anything you need for success. So come join the community. I'm a part of it. A bunch of other athletes are a part of it. So it's free to join. It takes 20 seconds to have to get exclusive offers to your sport. And it's definitely worth worth it. So do do us a huge favor and go sign up for Living Sisu's membership. It's free, 20, takes 20 seconds. So go do it and we'll see you there. Living Sisu is a great company. We uh, we know one of the co-founders, Zach Fricali. He's a great guy. He uh, He's the co-founder and he does a lot of live streams on Instagram at, uh, at Living Sisu. And with a bunch of elite athletes and you learn a lot from like the athletes determination the resiliency everything to what me made them become successful so it's been a great experience so far so go on i'm gonna leave uh the link in the description so uh go sign up well welcome back to another episode of on spot sports i'm jack and today's episode we are joined by a very special guest Current professional hockey player Logan Lambden of the Chicago Wolves of the American Hockey League. Logan has spent his professional career mainly in the East Coast Hockey League with the Kalamazoo Wings. Also had a has been having a stint with the American Hockey League Chicago Wolves this season, but he also had a stint in the Michigan Independence Hockey League with the Gaylord Snow in the 2020-21 season. So prior to turning pro, Logan spent time in the United States Hockey League and the North American Hockey League, as well as four years with Michigan State University for Division One college hockey. So this is going to be a fun episode, Logan. So welcome to the show, Logan Lambden. How's it going, Jack? Going, going good. Just nice, nice, relaxing day today, off day for me today. So can't really complain. How about you? Uh, pretty much the same. We had a nice optional skate this morning and, uh, you know, just moved to hotel rooms and I'm about to go move another one after this. Living the suitcase life, I see, huh? Oh, yeah best life but like you've been having like a crazy busy weeks moving back from chicago to kalamazoo constantly so like how's like you like before we're before we started recording like you said you're you're loving it like it's a lot of fun it's like what has that been like in the craziness that involves with pro hockey it's been wild the literally the whole journey you know just going day by day not knowing what's going on it makes you uh you know, I live life a little bit different. You know, I've uh, literally been living out of a suitcase, like you've been saying, and uh, just packed up and, you know, you never know when you're going to head back. Yeah, just take it one, one day at a time and whatever happens, happens. You just got to be in the moment when, when you're in the, whether you're in Chicago, whether you're in Kalamazoo, wherever, you just got to live in the moment. Literally, that's all you got to do. Yeah, but I definitely want to jump into like your pro career a little bit here. But before we do that, I want to get into like your youth hockey days a little bit here. So you grew up in Michigan and window Michigan. I probably mispronounced that, but uh, like, what's it been like growing up, growing up throughout Michigan and Michigan hockey? You know, it's been a lot of fun. You know, you gotta you gotta see a lot of a lot of good hockey with Michigan, Michigan State. Um, you got the Wings, you know, the Griffins, you know, a bunch of bunch of pro hockey all over the state. And uh, I, it's been a lot of fun, you know, from playing in northern Michigan to uh, to southeast Michigan all over. Um, yeah, it's been a blast. Yeah, and, like, just Michigan is such a big, big hockey state, and it's also a big state as well. So, like, just I like just from going up, growing up, or going throughout the middle of this year, like, I've seen literally probably every part of Michigan so far, and we've only played, like, two games and like I've seen like both sides of Michigan so it's definitely a pretty state and beautiful like like beautiful sights all around oh yeah 
with the sites, I mean, there, there's a ton of them. It's, it's unbelievable from Northern Michigan up in the UP, you know, there's, there's so much to see. Yeah, absolutely. But you grew up with Victory Honda as well as Bell Tire growing throughout those organizations. So what were those organizations like, especially since they are like high caliber organizations in Michigan? Oh, they, they were great. Um, you know, I, playing a bit against some of like the best uh, kids in Michigan, there was a lot of great talent growing up and uh, yeah, it was tons of, tons of, uh, tons of competition down in that area for, you know, teams. And I mean, there was only five teams growing up really in uh, AAA between Bell Tire, Honda, Caesars, Compuware and Honey Baked. Um, I mean, they were, it was very, there were a ton of ton of good teams growing up. They're, yeah. they're hard to make. Yeah, a- absolutely. Like those are like five like top tier programs that you hear growing throughout going throughout Michigan. It's just those five teams. Like there's tons more now, but like those are the five that come to mind when you think of Michigan hockey. Yeah, it's crazy how how many there are now. You know, there's you know, and I, I hope you know that it doesn't start watering the game down at all. Yeah, but you know, it's still you know it's still good hockey. Yeah, absolutely. But like going going throughout these organizations, like what have been some of your favorite memories, especially going 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 throughout AAA? You know, my my biggest memories are uh, mainly you know when it comes around to like tryout seasons, all all that. Uh, just because I was always, I, I was really short growing up, really really short and scrawny, so I wasn't really uh, you know at the cream of the crop, you'd say. Yeah. So it was like every year it was like just a grind to find, find a team, especially at triple A, you know, I played a lot of my youth days playing double A and uh, it just, it was crazy. Cause like all those teams were so good every year. And, you know, since I was so small, it was just like, you know, Hey, you're too, you're too short. Sorry. You're too short. Sorry. You know, it was just, you know, it was, it was a grind, but you know, it made me you know, a better you know, person, better, better player in the long run. So. Yeah. So like, what, what do you learn throughout like those, like when you have coaches telling you you're too small, you're too small, you're small, you're, you're this, that, like just to go throughout AAA college juniors. And now you're in the American league right now. And you're, you're listed at five, eight on elite prospects. Yeah. Yeah. It's, it's, you know, it's, it's really what drives me, you know, every, uh, you know, every day when I, when I'm playing, I think of this. Uh, when I was in, it was sixth grade. One of my teachers told me, you know, I, we were we were doing a little project. You know, what do you want to be when you grow up? And I said I wanted to be a professional hockey player. And my teacher told me, you know, pick something realistic. You're never going to be a professional hockey player. Yeah. And honestly, that's what's drove me. And I can't wait for the day to go back and. And just politely tell her, you know, thanks for, you know, being my fuel. Yeah, I, I love that. Well, not like, well, not the teacher that's saying that, but like just to have that, like that fuel to the fire. Cause like I'm in the same boat, like I'm five, 10, five, 11, like, so like I'm small for a goalie. And like, I've been told that plenty of times and it's just can't wait to go back and be like, ha, like nicely, yeah. of course, but like, hi, I proved you, I proved you wrong. Thanks for feeling the fire that there, but like, just to have yeah. that drive and that like energy to keep going, especially when it does get tiring when people keep saying that and it gets like your mindset down a little bit. Oh, hundred percent. But you know, it, it shapes you into what you are. And, uh, you know, like you said, it puts the fuel in the fire under the fire and, you know, it drives you. And same thing, like growing up through tryouts, like, man, I, one, one coach particular for CompuWare, I remember like every meet, it was like three years in a row. I went to his tryout. And every year was, you're too short, you know, you're too short, sorry, you're too short, sorry. And I just, I can picture it every, like, every time I think about it. Yeah, that, that's great to have that, like, memory and everything to just keep going, keep going, like, have that, like, fuel of the fire, like, in your memory just to keep going. But it's like, it's like, if you have a dream, might as well go for it. Like, does, like, like, teachers, like, that's on, that's too unrealistic, but you have if you have a goal and you have a dream go for it who cares what other people think 100 percent. yeah and that yeah honestly honestly you can yeah absolutely 
so so true that you can just go for it so then after your triple a days you go into the north american hockey league with the port huron fighting falcons so what was the process like to find the fighting falcons in the in the null that was that just popped up honestly out of the blue that one was crazy i was uh i was at some ushl tryouts and um i made it to the year that indy fuel won it their last year in the league yeah i was at their camp and port huron was there watching so i had a really good camp i made it i made it to the last uh like the all-star game and then i got let go at the all-star game and because they were they were sick they were a deep team they had every like literally everyone they're nasty and uh and then after that i uh they called me like, Hey, we want you to come to our camp. I had a really good camp there. Um, ended up getting, uh, called to their, uh, main camp and then made the team out of the main camp. And, uh, I mean, I just, you know, I was hot at, I was hot at the right time at the end of the summer and, you know, I cruised through the camps and I was, it ended up being perfect. Just everything, everything folded out. Right. Yeah, sometimes that's all all you need is to everything be going right as soon as you go into that camp and you're just flying, you're buzzing throughout that camp and like that that's all you need is that one opportunity, that one shot to one one good impression to make a make a name for yourself. Yeah, exactly. And you know, I I got mine, I took mine, ran gratefully, I was able to run with it and you know, I hit, gratefully I'm I'm here where I am today. Yeah, absolutely. And you had 38 points in 59 games that year. So like what led to all that success throughout the year and just to be able to make a name for yourself, like we just said? Uh, I mean, it was just a bunch of good guys there. You know, I, that, that's the biggest thing there. You know, it was just all the guys, you know, there's, you know, great chemistry throughout the team, great camaraderie. And, um, I mean, it honestly led to a lot of, you know, my success, a lot of the team's success and all that. Yeah, that, that that's awesome. So, like, what was the biggest thing you learned that first year of juniors, especially since it is such a transition period going from AAA into juniors, especially a, to, a tier two junior team like the Nall is? That year, I, I don't know if I learned as much that year other than, um, just like the difference of the game from youth to junior, it was more my step from there in Port Huron to the USHL the next year that I noticed a huge change in, I mean, I learned a little, I learned a little bit more on how to like take care of my body a little bit better yeah. and in that kind of stuff. But, you know, the big changes were going from the null to the USHL and that was, um, where I, you know, I learned even more, you know, how to take care of my body and, you know, work, work even harder towards, you know, or work the right way, I guess you should say. Yeah. So, um, yeah, that was, that was a huge change in, in a lot of that. Yeah. So like, what is working the right way for you? And just, especially since you learned that going from the null to the U show. Well, it was more so just like, you know, proper, you know, proper ways to train, and and that kind of stuff um or you know i guess better exercises to do because i never growing up i never had you know you know trainers and all that kind of stuff you know going going to like special you know uh gyms can that kind of stuff or hockey gyms that kind of stuff because i mean i you know my my dad didn't play hockey so i mean we didn't really know what that kind of stuff was really so yeah, so it's just a learning learning curve and just oh, experimenting yeah. at that point and just hoping that like through tri trial and error is to make sure that you get the the best training that you can because off season and off ice training is super important, especially as you get up to those levels from junior to college and oh, especially time. now in pro. Yeah, big time. And then surrounding yourselves around like the best players and learning, you know, that much more in the off season to yeah. prepare yourself for the next season to be that much better. Yeah, just having those great players there and like a great support system too, as well as like is what's one thing I've learned is huge, is especially going up the the pro ranks is just having that support system because not every day is gonna be great, but just to have those people to fall back on onto like it makes that much big of a difference. Oh, big time, yeah. I mean, just the more people around you the better. Yeah.
exactly a hundred percent and so like like we're saying in the in the ushl you play for the bloomington thunder so what was the bloomington thunder like and especially like since they were a newer team i believe at that time as well yeah so i play in their in their first season as a team and you know and it was you know like everything there's a learning curve when when there's your first when it's your first year and um i mean we were we were a pretty decent team that year but we fell just short of playoffs and big thing was our coach our coach dennis williams he was he was he was a good he was a really really good junior coach he was he was hard on us he uh he um you know brought out brought out the better side in you as a player and i he, i think he really knew how to do that um so he uh he was a big a big help in you know shaping me in the type of player i'd become um yeah, that was that was a lot of fun. Those two years in uh, in Bloomington, right on um, it was ISU's campus. It was yeah, it was a lot of it was a lot of fun. Yeah, you got got the college campus there. It was just not nothing better for a junior team. Yeah, it was it was good to kind of mold you into or uh, ease you into uh, college a little bit. Yeah, absolutely. And before we jump into college, like, what was that transition from the the from the NAL to the USHL? Because it is, it is a bit of a big big difference. Big difference. Um, you know, at the NAL, you're not playing against as many top top tier players. Yeah. And the USHL, man, it is fast. Like it, like a lot a lot of good players come out of there. And I mean, there's, I mean, there's studs there they're quick they think the game quick they play the game quick and it, it was that was my biggest transition was the speed of the game and like learning how to play at that that next level that next speed and think the game at that next speed as well yeah exactly because that is that is a big difference from going from the null to the ushl and like you just got to be that much quicker that much like like think of like or like come up with the play but right like quicker than you were able to in the null so like it's everything's just a step ahead right exactly like so, instead of being a little off on an angle and you know like a guy being able to take advantage of it it's just like that you know that that error is there a little like a little bit less yeah exactly and like they're gonna they're gonna take that take that step like if you're a little bit behind like you're you're done yeah you're toast yeah exactly but then after your two years in Bloomington, you go on to Michigan State University to play NCAA Division One college hockey. It's like, what was the process like to commit to MSU? It was long. It was, uh, you know, I didn't commit till I think it was February, and uh, it was, you know, it happened really quick and like the snap of a finger. I had. I was about to go, or I was talking to Lake State. I was talking to um, Michigan, Michigan State, and um, there was Boston College, Western, and I was trying to like figure out, you know, where I was going to go on my visits. And it was like Michigan, uh, Michigan State called me, Western called me while I was on my call or visit at uh, Michigan, and like they're trying to figure out ways to get me in, and I was like after I fin finished like the tour at um, MSU, which was probably like within a week, I think after, uh, after starting to talk to them, yeah. it was like, I was, I was chose. Like I, I fell in love yeah. with campus. It's beautiful. You know, it, it was, it was springtime there. So it wasn't, it wasn't as beautiful, but I'd been there before cause my sister went there and uh, yeah, it was, I fell in love with it. It was, it was a great campus, great atmosphere. Um, I, I was there for Super Bowl. Um, it was there. It was Super Bowl weekend too. So I was watching Super Bowl with the boys there, and yeah, it was it was a lot of fun. Yeah, you know, it was hard not to fall in love with the campus there. Yeah, that that's that's awesome. You're just you loved it right from the start, and you got to play four years there. It's like, what was that first year like? You got to play in 34 games that first year, so you got right into the fire. So what was that experience like from your freshman year? It it was, yeah. I was I was thrown right into the fire. Yeah, that's a good way to put it. Um, no, it was great. Um, it was the game. I I didn't realize how much I needed, how much stronger I needed to get. Yeah, it was like you're running into big boys in college, and honestly, like they're 
you know, some guys are, you know, 20 or probably like 23, 24 years old. I mean, now it's crazy because guys have taken, you know, you know, three, four years with COVID, but um, yeah, it's like that, that difference in age, like you really see the difference it makes in development and players, like the way they think the game, the way, how heavy they are. And um, I realized that, you know, pretty quick. And um, I, I never really learned to slow the game down in college. Like, but it's, I learned, I learned to get stronger and I, I had to kind of change, try to change my game a little bit, but, um, but yeah, it was, but that, that was a huge difference. It was just like how, how big, big the guys are and trying to, trying to get to that same, same, uh, same point with them. Yeah. And just, just to be thrown in the fire like that, like it's, it's a great learning experience. Cause like you, like as, as a competitive athlete, like you love to get thrown into those situations. Like you must, it, it's obviously very hard when you do, but like you learn so much from it and you're just able to become such a better player out of it and like develop much more quicker than if you just got thrown into like nothing. Exactly. You know, if you're not, if you're not thrown into those situations, you're not learning. And, you know, the only way to get better is to, you know, be thrown in those situations and learn because I mean, a lot of times you're not going to learn them if you're not thrown into them. Yeah, so, exactly. That's great. Yeah. It's, it's a lot, it's a lot of fun when you're thrown in those situations. That's for sure. Oh yeah. And, I mean, it makes you what you are today. Exactly. But then you go into your second year where you're a little bit more experienced and, uh, probably a little more comfortable. So, like, what was that second year like, and just to build on that confidence and everything that you gained from that first year? It was good. Um, I mean, I I don't think my development. I was pretty steady. You know, pretty much every year it seemed to seemed to be about the same. But um, um, shoot, I mean, yeah, I mean that year was that year was good. That was the first year with Dan Cole. So there's a lot of change, a lot of change there in the, the culture in the room and all that kind of stuff. Um, but he was, yeah, he was a really good change for us. And uh, I lot learned a lot of new things from him and his staff and they were, you know, they were good years with them. Yeah, absolutely. And then your junior year, you put up 12 points and then senior year, you put up your career best 17 points, seven, seven goals, 10 assists. So what was that, those last two years like and just to be able to catch like maybe like professional teams looking at you and all that uh it was you know there's that behind you know in the back of my head you know honestly the you know thinking you know what's going to happen after this you know what am I going to do am I going to continue to play am I going to am I going to call it um but you know that was a big thing was learning starting to learn to slow the game down and um kind of learn my body and what I need to be at, you know, to play at my best and all that kind of stuff. And, you know, that, that kind of made a good difference in my game. And, but the main thing was kind of starting to learn to slow the game down. But um, that didn't, that didn't really happen till a little bit later in my career. So we'll, uh, we'll hit on that in a little bit. But, um, but yeah, it was, that was starting to be the big difference was learning to, you know, play with my head up a little bit more and pick and choose different moments and uh, learn when to go when not to and all that kind of stuff. Yeah, absolutely. And like throughout like college hockey, like college hockey is some of the most fun hockey you play. So with like all the rivalry games, like the fan sections and all that, it's like what was the overall atmosphere around Michigan State University? And like, especially when you get into those rivalry games against like Michigan or like any other rival team that you guys play. Oh, it was a blast. And, you know, especially, especially when we played Michigan, you know, some of the big games when the student section was all the way around like goal line to goal line on like behind the net, it was wild how, you know, how rowdy it got in there and how loud it got. It, it, there were a lot of fun games and even playing at Yoast, you know, it, they were, there were a lot of fun at, or a lot of fun games there with like the atmosphere and stuff. Um, there was a, uh, at Yoast one time, it was my wife's birthday, and uh, I, she was my uh, just girlfriend at the time, but uh, they went on my Instagram and I posted something before the game, and the whole student section was singing her happy birthday during warmups. I look up and she's on the score the scoreboard like this, <laughs> like get me out of here. 
I, I love college hockey with that because, like, they'll literally go through anything, any social media, like, any part that, like, you're, like, any part that's public, like, they're going to find something and just blow oh, you up for it. Yeah, it's, I love it. It's, it's a blast. But, but yeah, it's, it's hilarious to, you know, have stories like that about, you know, her and, and, uh, just, just everything, you know, all the different, all the different ones we've seen with teammates and stuff. And it's, it's funny. Yeah. It, it makes college hockey. Oh yeah. There's no no different beast in college hockey, especially when it comes to that part of the part of the game. Oh yeah. Exactly. Yeah. Awesome. Well, yeah. What was what was the balance like between school and college hockey and then like a social life as well? Cause like that's like college is also about like all like the social life, the school and like everything like that. Yeah, it was, it was cool. Um, I had, uh, I actually had one coach tell me, you know, there's, there's three parts of the, there's three parts of college, there's school, there's sports, and then there's social life. Yeah. But to be really good, you got to pick two. Yeah. And, you know, it was, it was hard though, especially at Michigan State, you know, there's so much, so much fun around there all the time. And, uh, but uh, it, it was a really good time, you know, picking and choosing when, when to go, when not to go. And, uh, a lot of a lot of good memories there and uh and uh yeah it was it was a blast though it was it was hard to choose but it was uh hard to balance school and uh you know school school and hockey and and the social life especially when there's the boys in your ear you know telling you hey hey let's go let's go yeah the peer peer pressure is uh is real over there Oh yes, but in college it's 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 hard. Yeah, a lot a lot of memories are made though. That's for sure. Oh yeah, hard to honestly hard to remember them all. <laughs> love, love that, but uh, then after your career at Michigan State University comes to an end, you find yourself getting a pro look with the Kalamazoo Wings in the East Coast Hockey League, where you got to play in a game right after your season ended. It's like what was. What was that experience like and just being able to play in one in a pro game right after your season? That was cool. Um, that was honestly, it was a whole different type of game. I remember it was like there was less guys coming coming at you when you think yeah. when you think they really should be because college hockey, it's just like bang, 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 like just bodies pounding all the time. You know, dump it in, bury a guy, dump it in, bury a guy, get Running buried. Gun. Yeah. And, uh, in pro it, like, all I remember is one time I, I got the puck out of a scrum in the corner and I start like slowly started to skate behind the net and I had my head up looking, looking, uh, like up for our two D men and up into the high slot. I'm like, no one's coming at me. What's going on? I haven't got hit yet. So I tried the Michigan move and, uh, you know, I flipped over my blade, but it was, you know, it was crazy. Like how much time I realized I actually truly had. I didn't know if it was college, like I was just think overthinking it all the time and didn't ha- like, didn't think I had the freedom that I really did maybe, but, um, or the space that I really had, but, um, but yeah, I really, that one game is when I learned like, holy smokes, I have way more time than what I thought I had. Like, this is, this is a different game. Yeah, that that's when it the game actually starts slowing down. Like I'm sure, like that's one of the the biggest things that you learn is slowing the game down, at, especially at the ECHL level. Yeah, oh, it was, it was wild, and that was I don't know if that was the turning point or if it was playing in the mill, but uh, but it was definitely you know that was around the time that it started to come to me and uh, started to slow the game down a lot. Yeah, yeah, a- absolutely. So you got to play in that one game of the ECHL, and then. You went into and then 2020, 2021 hit, and this is where you played in the middle. You played for the Gaylord Snow, where you uh you tore up the league there. So like, what was your time in the middle like in Gaylord? Oh, uh, it was it was a blast. A lot of welcoming guys there. You know, they uh they they were a good time. They uh they made hockey fun again. Like truly, like they they really made hockey fun for me, and uh, I, I I loved my time there with them. They yeah, my uncle, I, I didn't know what the league was at all, honestly, until my uncle was coaching it at first. And he um he's like, Hey, you want to come play some hockey? I'm like, Where? <laughs> and he's like, 
up in Gaylord. It's like 20 minutes from you. I'm like, all right. Like I show up and I'm like, Hey Bobby, like what's going on? And he goes, all right, locker room's back there. I'm like, all right. Like no idea what's going on. And I walk in, I'm like, what's going on in here? And like, it was this little, like, it was like a little closet, like honestly, like half of a hotel room and then like just stalls jammed in this room. It was, it was really funny actually. <laughs> and, uh, and um, yeah, it was like, guys are like, oh yeah, this is the locker room. It's freezing. We got, we got like three heaters going on. Um, I'm pretty sure they said they had to be careful with it because they, they would trip the uh, circuits. So a lot of guys That's go dressed in like the other locker rooms, but um, but yeah, it was it was awesome. They made it they made it fun. They made the most of it, and just had a good time with everything. And I I made a lot of good friends there. Yeah, that that that's awesome. Just from experience and playing at Ostego, Ostego, the the arena there, like it is, it is a cold barn. That's for sure. You just gotta oh, have yeah. those extra extra layers to warm up, especially if you're in the visiting locker room. Oh yeah, right in that uh, you're right in the snow belt up there in northern Michigan too. It's oh yeah, good time. I thought uh, there was a there was a few times I thought about taking my snowmobile from uh, Grayling up to Gaylord for practices. <laughs> never did it though. No, I never, I never ended up doing it, but it would have been a good time. Yeah, that would that would have been a cool, a cool story for sure. And like, it's, northern Northern Michigan is beautiful as well. So like, just to have like all the the views and everything, and like, it's a lot. I can tell you for sure, it's a lot better than the views in Illinois. Oh yeah, they're 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 awesome up there. I loved I love just going out on drives up there in Northern Michigan just to just to get out. I was selling real estate during uh during COVID, so that was uh. That was what brought me up there. It was because my wife, my wife's family had a cottage up there, and uh, we ended up moving up there, fixing like the place up, finishing it, and uh, and then just living up there through COVID. And I ended up training up there, and and then you know, you know, I obviously found out about the mill with Gaylord Snow, and uh, yeah, it was it it was it was a different lifestyle. That's for damn sure. Oh yeah, a absolutely. But like it was like what was the some of the biggest things that you learned you did learn in the mill especially since you came off playing that one game in the coast and like this is like your first like six seven games like in like a professional like organization that was uh oh, sorry um that was uh biggest thing i learned was be um i don't know it's it was just a different, different type of hockey. So it wasn't like we were practicing every day. And I, I honestly learned how to, you know, I, I got to, you know, take care of myself away from the rink and do my stuff away from the rink as well. Even more, even more than what I always have to, because, you know, here, here in Chicago, you know, we have everything we need, you know, there, you know, we have ice sessions all the time, you know, there we were practicing on the weekends. Like we'd play or maybe practice on Thursday night and you know morning skate on friday or no it was maybe practice on friday night and then morning skate on saturday play saturday sunday yeah and you know and i was playing every other shift there so getting a lot of ice time a lot of ice time and i, I had to i had to do my stuff away from the rink also and you know we didn't have everything there so you know i had to you know bring, bring my stuff in you know i remember uh I had to bring my towel in instead of, you know, having it all there at the rink for you. But, um, yeah, you, you learn, you learn how to be appreciative too of, uh, you know, the things you have when you have them and all that. Cause you know, they take care of you really well. Some places and you know, some places, you know, like the mill, they don't have the money to, you know, pay for that kind of stuff. So. Yeah, absolutely. It just makes you more appreciative of the things that you do have when you do go other places that may have maybe like more more established and more well known. Yeah, driving yeah. driving to games, you know, across the state, three hours, and and that kind of stuff. Driving yourself, see a lot to... of places. Then, oh yeah, <laughs> yeah. And you you were assistant captain for the snow as well. So like, what was it like being an assistant for Gaylord Snow? Oh, it was, it was fun. It was, uh, you know, it was basically, I got there and, you know, I just, you know, the resume I had before they were like, all right, you're, yeah. what, what letter do you want? Do you want this one, this one, or this one? It's it funny. The, 
the first day, um, Miles Grex, he uh, I walked in. I walked. Yeah, he's he's hilarious. But I walked in. He looks at me, and uh, later on, later on in the day, he or it was probably a week later. He goes. We started started chatting, joking around. He goes. I can't lie. When you walked in the room, I looked and I was like, "Oh, that's what a real skater's body looks like." <laughs> yeah, he's a he's hilarious. He is a lot of fun in the room and and a good time to be around. Yeah, absolutely. That that that's hilarious. But then after that, you're in Gaylord. You go on to play with Kalamazoo Wings again, where you played 66 games, getting 50 points. So what was that like first official year in the ECHL like? That was a lot of fun. Um, you know, a lot that whole summer I focused a lot on, you know, I, whenever I'm shooting, just keep my head up or whenever I was practicing, you know, as soon as the puck touched my stick, keep my head up. Yeah. And, you know, it made a huge difference in my game. And, you know, ever since, or like after that, I noticed it that huge that year and just like seeing the net coming down, like watching the goalie, you know, I learned a lot from, you know, my goalie there as well. He, um, him and I would chat, he would give me, you know, I'd, you know, ask him certain things or he would tell me certain things about goalies. And, you know, I learned a lot from him as well about, you know, how goalies, you know, set up their, you know, pad setups, the way it could affect like where, where to shoot and that kind of stuff. So, um, yeah, they were, I learned, learned a lot of new things there, you know, and different ways of the game that I didn't expect to learn. And then you know, I learned how to keep my head up a lot better. So that, you know, it show, showed a lot, obviously, that year. So. And you're not you're not getting toasted when you have your head down. You're able to just tell when guys are trying to come at you and move out of the way or pass the puck before they, they hit you. Oh, yeah, you're not. Yeah, your your brain's not as scrambled as as what it could be. Yeah, a- absolutely. And how, how far is your hometown from Kalamazoo? only about two hours so i mean it was a really short distance you know being able to have family come out and all that um that was a nice at the beginning of the year this year that was the nice thing is uh my wife's pregnant right now so she's uh she's been going back and forth and uh it was it was a really easy commute going back and forth from kalamazoo to the doctors in southeast michigan and now in chicago i mean it's not it's not a bad commute it's the third closest team in the a but you know it's it's a little dry, but it's not it's not too bad. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, yeah, exactly. But uh, congrats on uh on the newborn coming coming soon. Oh, thanks. I appreciate it. Yeah, but like it must must be very nice to like have like family and friends be able to come since it is only like two hours away from your hometown. It's like just being able to rep Kalamazoo and just to rep like having like your family come like that must be awesome. Oh yeah, it's it's awesome being able to you know spend time with them more often and then uh, you know all that kind of stuff. It's it's I'm really grateful that I can see them because I mean not many not many people you know get to see their family much during yeah. the season. And I I've realized and you know a lot of people are you know coming across from different countries you know across across from the other side of the United States or up in Canada and you know I mean it just you, know, you learn to be grateful for that kind of stuff. Yeah, definitely makes you blessed and grateful to be able to have that like close closeness with between Kalamazoo and your hometown. Yeah, it was it was a lot of good, a lot of good, uh, good times. Some of the mill boys still, you know, uh, come out and see me. So it's it makes it makes me happy seeing texts from them. You know, I am coming to your game. Love love that for sure. Always always got to rep the rep the mill boys. Oh yeah. Yeah, so then this year has been a wild ride for you with playing 10 games with the Kalamazoo Wings in the ECHL, as well as playing 24 games so far with the Chicago Wolves, Chicago Wolves in the American Hockey League. So, like, how crazy has this year been for you? It's been, honestly, the craziest year of hockey I've ever had in my life. I've never been, you know, traded or anything like that in my career or called up or anything like that until this year. And, you know, now I've been back and forth from – Kalamazoo to Chicago, uh, I think four times now. So, uh, so it's been, it's been crazy and, uh, it's been a wild ride, a great, great experience. Um, a fun experience, you know, I met a lot of great people along the way and I'm having a great time with it. So, um, but it's been, it's been great. A lot of, a lot of learning, you know, on and off the ice and, uh, yeah, it's, it's been 
a great year of hockey for me and I've had a lot of fun with it. Yeah. So what, what's it been like in Chicago so far since you've been here for 24 games? Uh, quick, a lot of, uh, you know, a lot of learning, um, you know, new systems, new, uh, you know, a lot of new names to learn, uh, very quick. You know, I thought it was only, it was only supposed to be one game at first. Um, my coach called me and, Hey, you want to go play one game with the wolves? And I was like, uh, one game. Yeah, sure. I mean, I'll go get my, I'll go get my first game in. Yeah. And all of a sudden they're like, all right, yeah, you're going back to your, we want you to come back to Chicago with us. And we're like all three, it was me, Cooper and, uh, Hawkins. And, um, we we're all like, all right, well, we didn't pack for this, but all right, let's go. So all right, we all, we all went back. We, we all drove to, uh, Milwaukee to play. So we all picked up our, uh, spotted cows from, uh, Wisconsin. Oh, yeah. Drove back to uh, oh, that's a must. Yeah, seriously. Drove back to uh, Chicago with it. Um, we all had maybe two, three outfits at most, and um, you know, all of us were there. I think three or four weeks at least, and then uh, and then you know, I'm I've been you know up and down, back and forth, you know, all around, and. Uh, but it's but it's been great, you know. I mean, you got to make the most of it. If you don't make the most of it, you're not going to have a good time. So, why, you know, why, uh, why be miserable over things you can't control? And you know, definitely, we made the most of it. Had a good time. And yeah, it's been awesome. Yeah. So, like, what's been like the biggest thing you learned, especially playing at the AHL level, since this these are your first 24 games in the American League? How tight, how tight the game is. You know, I mean, just. You know, players play you a lot tighter and you got to learn to play a lot tighter on guys or else they're going to take advantage of you and um, learning, you know, how to, you know, take advantage of guys, you know, just being slightly off or like the minimal times that guys are actually slightly off or trying to, you know, make guys, you know, put them in a you know crappy situation so you can take advantage of them or whatever. And um, it's, it's crazy how, how fast guys can, you know, can play the game and learning, learning how to play quicker while thinking quicker um, in such a quick time. It's, it's a lot, a lot of, a lot of good hockey players in this league. It's crazy how many, you know, players you play with or played against that, you know, have played NHL games at this level. Yeah. Little, there's like little to no room for error. Like everyone's like right on top of you. Like as soon as you get the puck, like, that's when you really have to start slowing the game down as well, especially like when you first get here, like it's going to be like quick and like, like your brain's going to go a hundred thousand miles an hour. But like, once you slow the game down, like I'm sure it gets like a little bit more like simpler as well as just being able to read the plays better. Yeah. A hundred percent. Yeah. The, the more you can slow it down, the more simple it is. And I mean, that, therefore that's when you'll be the most productive. So, or play the best, or play the style of the game you want to play most. Yeah, absolutely. And like this year with the Wolves, you scored three goals with the Wolves, and one of those goals was a silky penalty shot goal. So like, what what was going through your mind throughout in that penalty shot goal against Grand Rapids that you scored? Oh shit, that was that was wild. I was uh, honestly, I was my my groin was a little sore after that one. The uh, <laughs> the way I got pulled down, he poked me in the back end of the foot and I went spread Eagle into the goalie. And, uh, so, um, honestly that, that one, I, I was just I was thinking of what way could I, well, either spread him out to slide a five hole or, you know, get him to slide, slide out of the net. Cause I'm not like, you know, it wasn't great ice. Um, shot was probably the best call. That's what everyone thought I was going to be doing since the ice wasn't great. So I was like, uh, maybe, maybe try deking something simple and uh, see if I can just get him sliding. So I came down, tried to show show shot to the left side of the net and just close my blade quick and pull it over the, my backhand and uh, slide it in. And you know, it, it worked. So. You, you had like an empty net after after that. Like the goalie was so far out of the net, you could have probably just put it anywhere and it would have went in. Yeah, I probably could have whiffed if, if I wanted to. <laughs> and it would have snuck it would have still rolled in and snuck its way in yeah exactly 
Yeah, but it's been it's been definitely been great having you with the with the wolves here in Chicago. But I've uh, I've a few more questions before we wrap things up here. All right. So, uh, do you have any tips for players looking to get to that next level? I mean, honestly, like the biggest thing is you just got to compete. You know, the more you compete, the more you know, the more you'll be noticed because the higher the higher your compete level is. I mean, if you're out competing the other another person, another team, you're gonna get noticed. Yeah. I mean, second of all, just learn learning how to, you know, first practice with your head up as you know at a a player, and and then learning how to play with your head up even more more often or just quicker. You know, and as soon as that puck hits your blade, you know, snapping your head up and being able to see the ice and observe the ice while you have the puck on your stick, because I mean, if you you know, if you're seeing if you're seeing the IC in the game, you know you're you're gonna be able to control the game. Yeah. And uh, those are probably my biggest tips for you know, especially young players coming up through the ranks, hoping to uh, play the highest possible level of hockey that they you know want to achieve. Yeah, those are some great great tips for for everyone. Like, just got it's a game of just picking your head up and being able to see see the ice and make plays while keeping your head up and having like yeah. that focus in front of you. 100%. It's a game of inches, you know. I mean, there's not much room to make plays and you know, the more you can learn how to, you know, you know, see those little things and you know, learn those little things that players are doing to take advantage of other players, then I mean, you you can you can be a dominant player at that point once you learn those things and learn how to execute them. Yeah, absolutely 100%. Uh my next question is uh what's your pre pre-game and post-game routine? Pre-game, I get to the rink. I, I'll get to the rink probably about two, two hours and twenty minutes before the game, approximately. Um, casually, get a, get unchanged. Then I get on. Um, maybe take a cold shower when I get to the rink, depending on how I feel. Um, go uh, do a little rolling out, little stretching, little bike. Um, coffee probably the whole time uh water and uh those uh bio steels oh yeah those, those, those are unreal those are amazing oh yeah they are especially the carton ones the carton ones are oh, yeah. so much better than the packets oh yeah but then i'll uh i'll usually play sewer for a little bit and then and, uh then i'll go get dressed for warm-ups and yeah nothing nothing crazy i mean no no like i don't think there's really anything in my my, like pregame plan that I'm like, oh, I have to do this before a game. If if not, I'm like, I'm gonna be brain dead and won't be able to think out there. So, but yeah, pretty pretty simple. Just like to play my sewer. Oh, have have you won won a game of sewer yet? Yeah, actually, this weekend I won my first game. There we go. Back to back. Yeah, maybe, maybe tomorrow you'll you'll win uh sewer again. Yeah, seriously, I uh. I mean, there were smaller games, but I'll, I'll count them in the way. Yeah, a, win, a win's a win. Yeah, exactly. I'll take them. Take yeah. them right and get them. Oh yeah, absolutely. What's your uh, what's your post game routine like after game? Like, what are you what are you doing? Post game usually depends. If we play the next night, I'll get like a a rollout, maybe a maybe a light bike, depending depending on the game how it went. Um, but then I'll I usually get out and get some food. I mean, pretty quick. Um, but yeah, that that same thing. You know, not much, just. You know, pretty chill and nothing crazy. You know, some guys are, you know, hitting the bike hard or you know, hitting like a hard, hard little workout. And I'm like, yeah, you just play a game. Like, oh, that's your workout right there. Rest, yeah. Get a stretch in the morning. You'll be all right. Yeah, it, it, exactly. Always got to get a stretch in the morning after a game. Oh yeah. Yeah, Lots but uh, oh yeah, absolutely. But my next question is like, what's what's your favorite thing to do in Michigan? In Michigan, I, I love camping. We, uh, I got a, uh, my wife and I got a 30 foot camper, um, like to pull behind my truck. And, uh, yeah, we love going out exploring, you know, this, this summer we're going out to Holland on the, uh, the West side of Michigan out by Muskegon, you know, doing a little camping trip there. You know, we're planning on going to do the, uh, the UP waterfall tour, you know, we're really looking to hit a lot of it this summer, but, um, but I love to go on like little hikes and stuff. And um, living in Northern Michigan, we went to Mackinac Island a couple times and did like the bike around the island and 
like the walk up to like all the rocks and like looking out on the water yeah. and you know i love i love that kind of stuff doing you know getting out and seeing nature and all the outdoors you saw you know, just seeing yeah exactly just seeing life yeah that, um, that that that's awesome and just whatever whatever like you do like off season like away from the rink like that's that what makes you want to get back into the rink especially like especially when your mind is all all like refreshed after all doing like all the nature stuff like whatever yeah and like in the summer i'm also working at this uh this hockey gym so i get a uh i get a lot of time in the rink still so like any chance i get to get out it's i, I love my chances to take so yeah that that's awesome so it's good good for you and good for good for the body to get get away from the ring yeah so anyone listening to this they're in the uh, southeast michigan area or uh uh south side of toledo check out pillar fitness it's a there it's a go. good hockey gym you got the synthetic guys shooting lanes uh skating treadmill you know at the gyms all that kind of stuff so tons of stuff crossfit burn classes the oh, whole yeah. nine yard go go check it out lot lots to do there oh yeah tons of stuff yeah but uh what's your favorite what's been your favorite thing to do in chicago like when like when you have an off day like what are, what are you doing like i know you're stuck in the hotel most of the time but like when you get out of the hotel um not much i went down to the city once uh down to around christmas time i felt like i was at the mall either the mall here or the outlet malls over in uh, rosemont every other day just like trying to do christmas shopping but um i don't know i haven't really gotten out um and explored like outdoorsy much around here but um i don't know just just getting out in general just walking around i've i found enjoyment in so yeah absolutely just do whatever you can to enjoy yourself while you're in chicago yeah i need to i need to find something it just takes you know an hour to get down to the city sometimes so it's like I don't feel like spending that time going down there to, you know, go walk the coast or whatever. Yeah, absolutely. I, I get that for sure. And then my final question is, uh, what's your favorite movie? Favorite movie right now. I'm, right now I've been big into the marbles and uh, I've been trying to walk, watch all those in the, uh, uh, in the uh, order that they're like um, timeline order. Yeah. So I, I've, I've enjoyed those the Iron Man's I, I've enjoyed a lot. I think those are probably about the top, just just ahead of uh, Harry Potter. I just finished those two, so I've had a ton of time to watch catch up on my movies. Yeah, just wa- watching tons tons of movies every every single day. Oh yeah, literally. I, I'm honestly, I could probably watch one a day if I really wanted to. That, but I gotta that's crazy. I gotta yeah, I gotta stay away from it. <laughs> yeah, but enjoy enjoy those re- relaxing times when when you can get them. That's for sure. Oh yeah, I won't have them. I won't have them much longer. That's for sure. About oh yeah. <laughs> but uh, Logan, this has been a lot of fun. I really appreciate you coming on the show, and I want to wish you the best of luck going forward, whether that be in Chicago while you're still here or in Kalamazoo. I want to wish you the best of luck and good luck the rest of the way. All right, thanks, Jack, and thanks for having me.